Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1, you just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. Voice of Truth is under the leadership of Apostle Yvonne Wow. Ministry Without Walls, I am your ministering host, Minister Elaine Jackson. We are so thankful and so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We want to welcome our listeners, whether by web or by phone. We want to welcome our new listeners, and we hope and pray that you will tune in every Sunday at the same time. We just give God all the honor and give him all the praise because he's so worthy of all of our praise. This is a day that the Lord has made, and let us rejoice in it. It's a day that we've never seen before and a day we'll never see again. But we have to thank God for all that he has done for us. We have to thank him for making ways out of no way this month, a month of Thanksgiving, amen, set aside to give thanks. And we ought to give thanks unto God in all things and for all things because he's the creator of all things. He knows all things and he's the giver of all things. So I don't know about you, but I thank God with a grateful heart. We ought to give him thanks. And we just pray and wish each and every family under the sound of my voice and those that come and listen in the archives or listen on demand, we wish each and every family a happy Thanksgiving this year. And don't forget to thank God uh, before you eat the turkey and the ham and the dressing and the greens and all of that good stuff. Uh, Don't forget to thank him in all things because he's worthy of all of our praise. He's worthy because he is a good God, and without him, we can do nothing. So let's not let us just thank him on Thanksgiving Day, but let us thank him every day of our lives. We pray that each and every person will enjoy that day and, and be safe. And remember to give thanks unto God. We will have prayer, and then we will have a word from the Lord. We will be coming from Second Corinthians today, amen, the ninth chapter, amen, to hear a word from the Lord, amen. I want to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day, O oh God, a day that we've never seen before. We give you all the honor and glory and all of the praise. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for the blood that you that you shed it. We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, that you are God that is able to meet all of our very needs. We thank you, Father, that you provide for your children, that you take care of them. We thank you, Father God, for your holy word. We thank you, Father God, for taking care of us and putting clothes on our backs and shoes on our 
feeding, keeping a roof over our head. We thank you, God, that you're able to do just what you said you can do. Lord, we know that nothing is too impossible with you, oh God. And we said thank you, God, for doing all things in the right time and the right season. Lord, we thank you that you are a holy and a righteous God. We thank you, Father, that you are a forgiving God. We thank you, Father God, for making sure that we have food in our cabinets. We thank you, Father God, that you make sure that we have gas in our car. We thank you, Father God, for the little things. We thank you, God, that you're able to provide our every need because you said in the word that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. We thank you, Father God, that we'll never be begging for bread because God's children never beg. We thank you right now, God, for making ways out of nowhere. We thank you, Lord, that you're a promise keeper. We thank you that you're a way maker. We thank you that you're our light and our very dark. We thank you, God, that you already have made a way for us, no matter what we're going through at this very moment in our lives, that you have already made a way. And we thank you, Father, for being that way maker. We thank you, Father, for being our resource. We thank you, Father God, for opening doors that no man can close. We thank you, Father God, for the blood that she, Jesus shed for our sins. We thank you, God that he laid down his life, that we might have life. We thank you, Father God, for your love and your kindness. We thank you, Father God, for your mercies and your grace that is new every day. We thank you, Father God, that weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. We thank you, Father God, that joy is coming unto your people. We thank you, God, for the peace that you give unto your people. We thank you, Father God, that you are able to do all things. We know, God, that you're still in control, and we serve an awesome God. And we thank you right now that our God is the awesome God, and he is in control of all things. And Lord, we thank you in the good times, and we thank you in the bad times. We thank you for what we, that you have given unto us at this day, in this moment. We thank you for what you have already given us. We thank you for it even now, Lord. We may not have everything that we want, but I know that the God that we serve has supplied our very need. And we thank you right now, God, for supplying our very need. We thank you right now because you made that promise to us that you will supply our every need. And we thank you, God, for supplying our every need. That's why we ought to give God Thanks him. We ought to give him praise and thank him for what he has done for all of us. He is good to the just as well as the unjust. He's good to those that are saved and those that are unsaved. He's good to all race of people. He don't have no particular race, but he's good to all men. And Lord, we thank you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We just give you all the praise and all of the honor for you are worthy, oh God. We give you Thanks, oh God. Mm, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory for being such a good God. We just said thank you, Lord. We ask, Father, that you will save a soul even right now, God. 
In the name of Jesus, save their souls right now, Lord. Bring them out of darkness into your marvelous light. And, Lord, we give you all the praise and all of the glory, God. We thank you, God, that every person under the sound of my voice, we thank you that their every need is met, that you're meeting them at their point of need, whether it's physical, mental, or spiritual, Spiritually, we thank you that the need is already made. It's already done. I thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. We call those things that be not as though they were. In the mighty name of Jesus. God is a good God. Oh, yes, he is. Hallelujah to his name. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. I praise him all by myself. Somebody ought to say hallelujah to a God that's able to do all things. If it was not for him, we would not be here today. Somebody didn't wake up this morning, but God touched us and woke us up and started us on our way. That's a reason to thank him. We ought to have a thankful spirit. We ought to have a grateful spirit unto the Lord for all that he has done for us. We ought to give him thanks in all things because he's worthy. Amen. We ought to say thank you, Lord, for another day. Lord, I give you praise because you brought me through. Lord, I thank you for taking care of my children. Lord, I thank you for making a way. Lord, I thank you when I didn't see a way. You made a way. I thank you, Lord, that you're a God that is able to do all things. Lord, I thank you that you're able. Lord, I thank you that you're a merciful God. I thank you that you're a holy God. I thank you that you're a righteous God. I thank you, Lord, because you've been so good to me. We ought to thank God. Hallelujah. Somebody help me praise him. Oh, I feel like I feel like I feel like praising him. I feel like saying thank you, Jesus. Oh, my, 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 my. I like thanking them. I thank him. I thank you for what you've done for me. I thank you for bringing me from a mighty long way. You know, we are here in the 11th month. There's one more month left here in the uh, 2018, and God has brought us this far. We ought to have a praise and a thanks down in our spirit. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Oh, I'm going to praise him all by myself. You ain't got to praise him, but I'm going to praise him because I know that he's been good to me. Woo! And I know he ain't just did it for me. Praise and praise and praise. I got I got the whole ball horses that apostle said. Cause I gotta get you out of word. That's not my message, but let us pray. Let us give thanks unto him. Cause he worthy. Cause none of us will have nothing without him. We cannot have nothing without God. We can't have nothing without him. So let us give him praise and let him give us thanks. Hallelujah, glory to God. Feel like running through my house. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody help me praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The word will come from 2 Corinthians today, the ninth chapter. Praise God. Woo. Hallelujah. Uh, 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. Amen. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number six. Mm-hmm. Verse number six. 
But this I say, which also sparingly shall reap also a sparingly, and he which sows abundantly shall reap also abundantly. Every man according as he as he has purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudgment or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. That's the word of God for the people of God. Amen. To God be the glory. He is all that we need. He is our source. He is the way. He is the light. He is everything that we need. Glory be to God. The title of our message today, we're going to talk about sowing and reaping today. The Bible tells us that uh, when we sow sparingly, we shall reap. In other words, when we're sowing seeds, and I know a lot of people don't like to hear about sowing seeds, but that's very important in our lives as believers, uh, sowing seeds. I know many people like to hear prosperity, prosperity message, but you know, Really and truly, Jesus never preached that. He always preached about uh, the kingdom of God and the benefits of sowing. So we're going to talk about it because we're in a season now that we're going to have to sow into the things of God. We're going to have to sow into the kingdom of God. we got to sow now because there's going to come a time where there's going to be a drought, there's going to be famine in the land, and you need treasure stored up in the heavens. I know many of us are going and we're going to do all this shopping, we're going to do all of these things, but we're not going to put anything in the kingdom of God. The Bible says to us, whatever a man soweth, he shall reap it. He shall reap. Be said, be not deceived. Whatever a man soweth, let's make sure we got it right. I think it's Galatians 6, so you can go back and read the whole thing. But it said, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. In due season, we shall reap if we faint not. We have to sow seeds in the kingdom of God. We have to store our treasures in the heavens. But most of the time we don't. And I think because, and I'm going to talk about me because I don't want nobody to say I'm talking about them. But I'm going to talk about me. Before I came under this ministry with apostle and pastor, I was not, I did not know the true meaning of sowing and reaping. I had another type of teaching which is not biblical. And that was, you know, how we see in the traditional religious churches today where we see that they have different types of events. They have church um, church anniversary program. They have men day, women day, hat day. They have Ursha anniversary day. Um, they have all these types of things to, to get money in the church. But if we would go by the principles and the laws of God and what he says that we need to do in the kingdom of God, you wouldn't have to have men day and women day. 
You wouldn't have to have a hat anniversary day. You wouldn't have to have these kings and these queens you got these kids doing in the church to raise money in the church to meet your assessment in the church. You know, back in the day, they used to have, I think they used to call them war leaders. Well, uh, leaders, whoever they were, they would go out to the houses, maybe on a Saturday or early Sunday morning, to pick up the pick up whatever money that the people would give. But God wants us to teach them the truth. We need to teach them that they must sow a seed in the ministries of God. They got to sow the ministries until the ministries are to the things of God. But most of the time, most of us, because we don't want to give to certain ministries, we don't want to give because we're so worried about giving unto a pastor or a preacher or a evangelist. We don't want to give until the things that God is calling us to give. But he's calling us to, to get back to the right principle of seed, time, and harvest. Because if we don't sow in the seed, we don't have anything in the ground. In order for us to reap a harvest, we got to have some seeds in the ground. So sowing means that I got to give something. I got to sow something. The problem is, as Pastor would say, we hold our hands tight because we don't want to give. And God is trying to get something to us. But he can't get it to us because we're not willing to sow it. That's why the word tells us that he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he that sows abundantly shall reap also abundantly. In other words, you got to give. You got to give unto the things of God. We got to give. You know, um, many people are preaching prosperity messages, and they twisting that thing all up and using scriptures and, and telling you to. So uh, Psalm 137 and, and, and 139, um, if, uh, give in, ask anybody that can give $100, anybody can give 50 anybody can give 75 anybody can give 25 or $10, and then if you can give 5 then if you can't give, I give whatever you can give. That ain't what God said. That is not a truth. We need to stop. We need to teach them the truth of seed, time, and harvest. We need to teach them how to, to be sowing and how the reaping works. And I love to give this testimony. When apostles, uh, apostle and pastor prayed uh, for me and the roof on the house, I was sowing. And when I came on this ministry, and this is the God-given truth, this is my testimony, I did not understand that. They had to teach that to me what God was saying in the word about sowing a tithe and how to sow an offering unto the ministry. You have to do that. It is a must for believers to be obedient unto God. When they pray for me and um, as a, a tither, uh, as a person that gives offerings according to the word of God, sowing and reaping it, you know, because a lot, let's put it this way, a lot of us are, are, have this religious spirit of a traditional way of doing things, but God is not calling you to do it that way. Because when you tell people to pay $50 on men day, 
Everybody get fifty dollars. Women day, everybody get fifty dollars. That ain't what God said. God said pay ten percent of whatever you make of your gross income is what you're supposed to give unto the ministry that you up under. Many of us don't want to give anything to any ministry, and then we give to these false prophets and false preachers and evangelists. We give these, we give unto these people that are. Teaching prosperity, and there's no truth in it. If we put into God's kingdom what we are supposed to put in, um, uh, in His kingdom, we will have everything that we need. That's why He tells us we will have everything that we need if we give unto God. But many times we don't want to do that. We don't want to give unto God as we should. We don't want to do it. We I always got reason I can't do it. But if you look at your checkbook, as I always heard people, uh, people uh, preachers preaching, you know, if you look at your checkbook, you can tell where your seeds are going. Where your seeds are going. Is it going to the department store? Where are your seeds going? If you look at your checkbook, it'll tell you. I don't know about you, but I want mine to show that I'm giving more into God's house than I'm giving into the world. Because when I put it in God's house, all my needs will be met. Because he said in the word of God, God is able to make all grace abound towards you that ye and all, always having all sufficiency and all things. That means I'm going to have everything that I need. You will reap what you sow. If you are not sowing, you shall not reap nothing from nothing, leave nothing. So if you don't sell nothing, you can't get nothing. I heard someone say um, the other day, and it was kind of funny, and, and uh, the person said this. It said, well, if you sow butter beans, you're going to get butter beans. Don't look to get black-eyed peas if you haven't sold them. It's just like a farmer. If you go out unto the garden, if he goes out to his garden, he got this big old field, and he, he sold nothing. He don't put out no corn seed. He don't put out no tomato seed. He don't put out no collard seed. He can't get nothing. He can go out there three months from now, it's still going to be nothing because nothing from nothing leaves nothing. If you sow not, you cannot get. You got to learn how to sow. You got to learn the principle of because it is always a time and a season to do that. And you have to do it all times and season, even when things are going good, when things are going bad, you still must give a time and an offering. When you're doing the sowing, you got to sow. And you have to sow by faith. I believe that you, when you sow by faith, you'll receive by faith. If you receive by faith, you will receive a harvest by faith. But if you don't sow the seed, how can you get uh, anything? It's just like the farmer, when he put the seed in the ground, he don't know that what's coming up and what's not going to come up. But he got faith enough to plant it in the ground. Because he knows that if I don't put that kind of a corn down in the ground, I'm not going to have no corn. I can look for it, but I won't have it. I will not get it. If I don't plan it. And that's why we have to sow by faith. If we sow by faith, we will reap by faith. Sowing requires us to give. We got to plant something. 
and then God going to water it, and then they're going to bring forth a harvest in the time that we need it. But we don't want to do it. And some of us, we give, and we don't want to give. i never seen I. What the, what the word said, every man according as he has purpose in his heart, so let him give. Not gradually or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. As they always said, you can never be God-given. It already belongs to him anyway, and he only asks you, as Elder said, to give you 10%, and you won't even give you 10%. You need to make that a, a, a faithful thing. And I, I pray that you would get down in your soul so that you can change, so that you will receive this word so you can change, because you need to sow your seed back in the day. When they used to do God, they want they always wanted that the soil to be very rich and fertile. You got to sow your uh seeds and fertile ground. You gotta sow it in a place where you're receiving the word, where you getting delivered, where you're getting her uh uh healing and all these things. But most of the time, most of us receive a word of healing and deliverance, but we don't sow it into the ministry that we receive the word from. We saw it in these other ministries. And God is just not pleased with that. He is not pleased with that because we are doing things that he is not calling us to do. He's calling us to go by what he says in his word. And if we do that, we will always have a harvest. At the right time, it was just like, and I didn't tell that testimony, but I'm going to tell it because somebody new is on the line listening. They have never heard this testimony. And they said, we overcome by our testimony and by the blood of the land. But when a person and pastor, I need a roof on the, at the house, and it was just, it was like raining in the house. And, and um, of course, they prayed for me, and uh, God sent forth the angel of deliverance, and they put my roof up and all of this thing, and they prayed, and it didn't rain for nine a day. It was just a miracle. I mean, it was just a miracle. When I say a miracle, ooh, ooh, God did a work, and it was a miracle. I, ooh, when you sow and you believe and you have faith in the God that you serve, God will make a way out of no way. You got to have the right people. I thank God for that. Glory to God. I got some good leaders. I just love them too. Woo. If you sow nothing, you will get nothing. Because in the kingdom of God, God requires the, the soul. You know, Jesus had told him, he said, you know what? The, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He said, um, you know, the birds don't worry about nothing because God feeds them. He knows that you have a need for a thing, and God will make a way. And that's why Jesus said, you know, I thought I got a mansion. He got everything that we need. But we got to sow into the kingdom of God. See, we want to sow into the world system. Now, we're going to all be flocking out to all of these stores. We paid no tithes. We gave no offering. We did none of it. You want to do that before you do anything else. When you're sowing, your tithes and your offering come before anything else. And, and the Bible tells us not to give grudgingly. If you don't want to give it, don't give it. Because God knows your heart. He's not going to ask you to give what you don't have. He, gonna, he ain't going to ask you to give what you don't have. So we got to learn how to be sowing the right way. We want God's blessing, but we don't want to sow into the kingdom of God. And he tells us in the word, 
Let me see. I got. I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, he tells us in the word that if we won't paraphrase it, if we would sow into his house, that he will have meat in his house. That will be meat in our house. That means we'll have everything that we need. But see, we don't want to do that. We don't want to sow uh, into the ministry. We want to do everything else besides what God told us to do in the church house. We want to sell stuff. We want to sell hot dogs. We want to have yard sale. We want to have fish fry. We want to sell donuts. We want to do all of this foolishness. And God, is all you have to do is sell your tithe and your offering. But because we don't want to do that, we'd rather do all of this other stuff. And God is not pleased with it. We got to get back to the true principles and the law of how God wants us to do stuff in the kingdom of God. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. So we have to do things God's way. And that means that we must be sowing into the kingdom of God. We got to sow unto God's people. You know, the word tells us to be good to the household of faith. Be good to your leader. Sow unto your leader. Give unto your leader. Give unto the work of the ministry. But we don't want to do that. But we can go stand in all these lines because somebody got a big name. But you ain't getting no healing. You just gave them $100. You just gave them a th- What you got? You can get a thing. You get no healing or deliverance or nothing. We got to get the principle right of sowing and weeping. If we sow nothing, we get nothing. Nothing for nothing leave nothing. We have to do it according to what God tells us to do. And God tells us in the word, he says, I love a cheerful giver. I don't want nobody giving that don't want to give. Ain't nobody going to beg you to give unto God. He already owns everything. We need to, we, we got to get it right. And and I thank God for my leaders because they taught me the right principles of how it, how God word tells us that we ought to sow. We're supposed to be giving ten percent. If we make a hundred dollars, we're supposed to give ten dollars into whatever ministry that we under. We shouldn't take that ten percent and give it to another ministry. Stop it. Stop it. Because we are doing that, and God is not pleased with that. We are receiving a word. We're receiving healing, deliverance, and many other things. And you're receiving, and I know it's been done here upon this ministry where they have prayed for people, and they got money that they should have got. Some got children and babies and all of these different things, but yet you have not sold them to God. is not. We have to do right. God sees us, and he knows how much money that we make. He knows he owns every nickel, every dime, and every penny. And some of us, we work so much, working two or three jobs, and still we ain't got no money, chasing after money, and still ain't got no money. Still ain't got no money. Nobody ain't got no because you're not sowing into the kingdom of God. God don't want you working on them jobs. But if you will start sowing and paying your tithe and your offering and giving offerings and giving unto others, you know, do you ever just walk up to somebody and put $20 in their hand and keep it going? 
Do you send your leader some money sometimes just to say thank you? Do you give them, uh, it don't even have to necessarily be money. It could be a gift card or something to say, hey, you know what, I'm just thinking about you. Give an offering unto them. Give something to, he said, be good to the household of faith. You know, back in the old days and back in the early church time, they brought everything unto uh, Paul and the, those leaders back in those days, unto the apostles. They brought it to them and put it down at their feet. And the Bible said that nobody lacked for nothing because they brought everything unto them. Whatever they sold, they paid that 10%, I believe it. Because whatever you say or whatever your increase is, you got to get 10% off of that. And if I were you, I would give an offering out. Because we're sowing, and we are in perilous time, and you're going to need seeds soon. And you're going to have to, and they got to be sown in the kingdom of God. You can put all the money you want in the man's, in, in the world's bank. You can put it in there if you want to. You can put, I'm not telling you not to sell your money in the bank, but in the end, the money that matters is what you sold into the kingdom of God. Well, you say, well, I sow time. I sow, I sow time. Well, you're going to get that time because whatever man sows, so shall he reapeth. So if you just sow on time, guess what you're going to get that time? That's all you're going to get. You're going to get time. We got to get it right. We got to start sowing seeds in the kingdom of God for God's work. You say, well, the word is free. They just trying to get my money. They don't want your money. <laughs> they have to tell you the truth. We have to tell you the truth of the thing so that you, because I can't be responsible. I can't be responsible for your soul for not knowing. That's why I got to tell you the truth. And that you got to sow seeds in the kingdom of God. You got to store your treasures in heaven. Not in the world, but in heaven. And I can tell you, you can be a millionaire and not have no money when you're sowing to the kingdom of God. When you're sowing into his kingdom, he said that you shall reap when you think not. It'll be on time. And he'll tell you, remember when you sold this? Remember when you did this? You remember when you gave to your leader? Remember when you gave, uh, paid your tithes and offerings? That's where that reaping comes from. That's where the abundance comes from. That's where the overflow comes. So we get all excited when we start talking about money, but when we want to uh, tell you the truth, how you need to do it, you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. You know, I've seen so many people, they come up in the church, they dressed up, they had a fine ride and a car to ride in Cadillacs and Lexus and all kind of fine cars and pull one dollar out to put in the tray. One dollar. Now that's not your time. Now it may be somebody or kid or <laughs> And if they got a dollar, they don't need to give a dime. But we pull out a dollar. And we put it in there. And we don't, And that's why the church a lot of times have to, and pastors sometimes have to uh, go to the process of doing all these other programs in the church to try to get the money for whatever they need to do or the assessment they have to pay for uh, whatever country. Y'all know how y'all do it in the traditional churches. <laughs> help us, help us, Lord Jesus. Help us, help us, Lord, help us. 
But we got to get the principle right, and that's not what God is calling us to do. If if we as leaders uh, teach them that they must sow a seed, every time you get paid, even if you're going through a tough time, still pay your tithes and offering. Now, we're not saying um, pay your, your, you know, don't pay your light bill or don't pay your electric bill. I, I can tell you that if you are faithful, in sowing your seeds in the kingdom of God, you may just get you may just get a bill that says zero because I don't got penny. I can go on the place sometime and oh, it just be overflowing blessing. I have had people to put hundred dollar bills in their hand, hundred dollar bill. I wasn't looking for. I had somebody. I'm giving you a testimony of what you what you receive when God said reaping. I needed something. And I, I was telling a family member, and uh, I got a call a couple of days later on the phone, this testimony, and the person said, well, somebody told me that you needed a certain thing. They said, well, well uh, I'm going to bring it over there to you. They brought it over here. And let me tell you, it wasn't no $10 either. It was over $300. And it was uh, what I needed. I said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I know how to do that. Day. I know. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for a positive task. Boy, I love them two people. But I'm telling you, I get excited about it because I love them. But I tell you, I'm so thankful that they taught me how I work. Now, don't try God, y'all. Don't try. Look, if we pay our tithe and our offering, and for whatever reason something happened, we're in a bad time, a tough time. And I would say go to your leader, but don't make up in your mind, I'm going to give $20 or I'm going to give $50 and not pay that tithe and offer. Boy, all things, the devil be saying, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, they ain't paying their tithes and offer. So he comes in and causes havoc in your life because you're not paying your, you're not paying your tithes and your offering. He'll do it. That's how I know. I know. Ooh, I know. Keep doing and, and paying your tithes and your offering. Keep sowing unto the things of God, and you're going to get a harvest. That's why he said, bring all of your tithes into my storehouse. Bring it all that it be meat in my house. And then you can go to God and say, you know what, Lord, that this is a devourer. It is come, this thing come to kill us to store. And you say, if I put meat in your house, then you can tell him, you can remind him of what he said. And my God will fix that thing. Woo. You won't pay what somebody else would have paid for it. Because when we sow unto the things of God, and we do it with a pure heart and a cheerful heart, then God is pleased with that because we're being obedient. When we don't pay our tithes and offers, we're not being obedient. You know, sometimes, you know, things happen. But go to your leader and let them know. And they'll tell you uh, what to do because you want to be able to reap, even in a time of famine. The world might be going through a whole lot of stuff, but that don't mean you got to. If you sow your seed, this is a this is a critical time. It's coming, and we must sow seeds in the kingdom of God. I would, would rather have three thousand dollars in tithes and offering in the kingdom of God than to have three thousand tithes and offers in the bank. I'd rather have it in His place. Cause one thing about Him, that's why He said it's important for us to have faith. Faith calls us to sow. So if I'm sowing by faith, I cannot see right now what I may need in the future. But God sees what's ahead of me. And because I have sown by faith, 
I will receive a harvest in due season when I think not, because God is always working in, in, in what we cannot see or in the unseen. He's always working. He's always working with what uh, what we need when we sow by faith. When we sow, we got to sow by faith. We got to believe what he says in the word that he tells us if we sow, he will keep back all this stuff. He will rebuke the devourer for our sake. And he won't let it destroy the fruit of our ground. He won't let he, he won't let it happen. If we're sowing unto him, if we're sowing unto the ministry, and we got to stop thinking that we're giving it to the person. No, you're not. You, once you release that um, that tithe or that offering, then you have done what God has said to do. Now, whatever the leader does with it or whatever the church does with it, that's on them. But you be obedient and do what God is asking you to do when you're sowing because sowing is so important. I, I tell you, when you sow, God will just open doors. I just open all kind of doors. You may not see it. You might be going through and say, well, Lord, I ain't got enough money to get this. Lord, I ain't got enough money to go. And you go into a grocery store, and everything that you need is right in the money that you have. Somebody bring you uh, grocery. You know, just like I would give you a testimony that I didn't even tell nobody. Well, I was telling my, the family member that, but they dropped it in somebody else's spirit, and they called me and brought it right on over. <laughs> You got to be able to sow and not worry about what they're doing with the money. It's so important for us to get that principle because all that other stuff does not matter. We have to sow according to what God is telling us to sow and how he's telling us to sow it. And when we get, you know, don't pay uh don't pay the department stores, your credit cards, and all your other bills, and then give God what's left over. It don't work like that. You know, you got to pay your tithes and your offering. 10% of your gross income, not off your net. Your net is what you're bringing home, but your gross is what you actually earn. So it always come off your gross, whatever it is. You need to pay it off of that. Pay the ten percent off of that, and then pay your offering, whatever that offering is. God will tell you what to give, and give them, you know, throw a little extra in there sometimes. Um, let us be obedient unto what God is saying, because He tells us that if we, if we sow sparingly, so shall we reap sparingly. That means we get what we sow. If we don't sow nothing, we don't get nothing. You know, if we sow abundantly, the more that we have everything, you'll have everything that you need. Now, I won't say that you have everything that you want, um, but he, he will make sure that you have everything that you need. You will have a roof over your head. And that's why I'm always thankful unto God because he gives me everything that I need. And we have to be thankful. Somebody, you need to be thankful right where you are right now. 
and thank God for what you have and that he has supplied your every need. And that's what we have to look at. Don't compare ourselves to anybody else, but let us begin to sow abundantly into the kingdom of God with tithes and offerings. We need to set all this other stuff aside. God ain't talking about no men day. God is not talking about no women day program. He ain't talking about no earth anniversary, no um, church anniversary. He ain't talking about none of that. He ain't talking about none of that. He ain't talking about no hat days. He ain't talking about none of that. He wants us to sow our tithes and our offering according to the word of God. And you can go read this in Malachi um, 3 and 10. You can go and read it for yourself. And I want to encourage you to go back and read this chapter in entirety, but get that in your spirit. And I pray that you will get that in your spirit, how you need to sow. Because all this other stuff is just foolishness. It's just foolishness, and you're not going to profit from it. It's just foolishness. We got to stop it. We got to get it right. We got to believe God. If we say that we are believers of God, we got to have faith to sow unto the things of God, sow unto the people of God, whatever he's telling you to give unto the people of God. If if he's telling you to give them clothing, give them clothes. If he's telling you to give them food, he he. Uh, food, a box of food, give it to them. I have had to do it. God has told me I want you to take a box of food uh, to this particular church. I took a box of food for Thanksgiving for a family. Wasn't a member of this church, but that's what he told me. I know I know the pastor and stuff there. But uh, he told me to take a box of food for Thanksgiving and tell you what to put in there. I have had to do it for other families. Um, and they, they were not, they were People of a different race. It wasn't the same race. You know, sometimes we want to get stuck on race, but but it's not about the race. It's about helping all people. When Jesus came, he came for all people. So we got to help all people in their time of need. We're sowing. When we sow and we give it, and God will tell you just what they need. And when I took this particular box, and this was testament, when I took it to them, I'm thinking that I really didn't have enough to give. He said, you got it to give them. So I went in there, and I gave exactly what he said. And when I took it to this family, and the the, the mother said, you know, we were just wondering how we was going to do that, how we was going to get that. And God had answered them because I run the bill and brought it to them. So we got to learn how to sow. We got to learn how to do it right in the way, in God's way of doing it. We got to learn how to do it that way. And we must do it by faith. Because the Bible said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I got to sow by faith. I got to receive by faith. If I want to receive a blessing, if I want to receive an abundance of, of all things from God, I got to sow it by faith because it's impossible to please him. If we don't sow, we got to sow by faith. And he says that when we do that, we will have abundance, abundance of whatever we need if we sow abundantly. And give. You know, I always say that you cannot love. You cannot do anything without giving. If you can't never give to somebody, something wrong with that. You got to be able to give. Don't always have your hand out for somebody to always give unto you, but you can't give unto nobody else. 
We got to give, just like me, I have to give too. The same thing applies to me. I, I, I can't be teaching something that ain't, I, I can't be preaching today and I'm not doing it. So the same thing applies to me. I have to sow. I have to sow a seed. I have to give. I have to give offering just like you. I have to do it too. I don't know about you, but I want to harvest. Amen. To God be the glory. Let us start sowing so that we can reap a harvest. Because whatever we sow is what we shall reap. So we don't sow nothing, we can't reap nothing. Whatsoever man soweth, so shall he reap. So God is calling us to start. That we got to get it right, y'all. We just got to get it right. We got to get it right. We start got to start teaching people the right way of doing it. And 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 it's it's sad to say that many people are not doing that. But like I said earlier, we got to get back to what God is saying in His Word, and He says, "But this I say." He which soweth sparely shall reap also sparely, and he which soweth abundantly shall reap also abundantly. And every man, as he purpose in his heart, let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And he says it will always will have all sufficient in all things when we are sowing until the things in the kingdom of God. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Let us begin to sow and sow uh, according to what God tells us to do in the word of God. We uh, we always want to do everything but that. You know, we got to get it right. Got to get it right. And I thank God that uh, I had leaders to teach me the right way to do it. It's It's very important. Mm. Well, I tell you, I, I can tell y'all some testimony about that, about sowing and reaping. But I gave you some to to encourage you to know that when you sow by faith, you shall receive by faith, and you will receive a harvest by faith. So we thank God for His holy word. If you are listening today and you are not saved, I want to invite you today to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and your King. And if that's you today, I want to ask you just to say this simple prayer, Lord, save me. And if you have done that today, if you could just inbox me on um, Facebook, Elaine Jackson, uh, or Voice of Truth. I have a Voice of Truth page as well. If you have given your life to, to Christ today, we want to encourage all the backsliders to come back unto the Father while you still have time. Um, turn your life around and come back to your Father. He says he's ever married to the backslider. Amen. So we want to uh, encourage you to come back. And if you've been on the church road for 20 and 40 years and you ain't saved and not truly saved, then we want to encourage you also to give your life to Christ today. Amen. It, it will be a shame, and it's going to be a lot of people. They're going to get to the pearly gate um, and, and, and going to tell Jesus, you know, I did such and such in the church, and um, I've been on the road on such and such church. I laid the first brick, and I saw, and he's going to say, I don't know you, because you must be born again. You must be saved. So none of that stuff, you got to be saved. So if you're not saved, your good work ain't going to save you. Your money in the bank ain't going to save you. 
Knowing your past and your freedoms and all that ain't going to save you. you got to be saved. Only Jesus can save a soul. Amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. We want to encourage you to get it right because we know that Jesus is soon to return. And we want everybody to go to heaven because Jesus died for you to go. Uh, and he paid the price for our sins that we might have everlasting life. So I want to encourage you. Uh, to to give your life to Christ today. Choose this day who you will serve. You know, tomorrow is not promised to us, and, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up and so busy with everything else, but it's time now to get our life right with God. It's time out for playing church. It's time to get our life right with God. And if you have done that, just inbox me, and I'll get back with you, and also with my leaders, amen, and uh, we will pray with you and help you um, get where you need to 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 go and, and uh, with the Lord. We want to encourage you to get your Bible and begin to read your Bible, amen. Start in the New Testament, amen, so you won't get confused. But begin to read the Bible and develop a relationship with Christ. Get get your life right with God. This now's the time that we need to get our life right with God. Amen. To God be all the glory. Just have a couple of general announcements. Do do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today uh, from five to six with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams. And uh, we want to ask that, you know, if her ministry has been a blessing unto you, which I know that it has been, you know, it's really not a if. Yeah, it is. A powerful word came forth today. And uh, if you receive that word and apply that word to your life, it's going to make a difference in how you live and how you do things. Um, she's a powerful woman of God, a praying woman of God. And I want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry, um, to a true prophet. She's a true prophet, amen. So I want to encourage you to follow her ministry. You can go to Block Talk Radio and also follow her on Facebook. Um, she had two Facebook pages, Prophetess Martha Williams and Martha Williams. So if you can connect with her there, you can also inbox her if you want to become a follower of her ministry, amen. Uh, so a task and an offering, whatever God is telling you to do, amen. And when you began to sold into the ministry. Watch and see it. It's a guaranteed thing. That's a guaranteed promise of God. That's a promise of God. When we sow, that we we will receive a harvest from what we sow. So go ahead and sow a seed into her ministry. Amen. And bless her. Voice of Truth is the second half of uh, Pathetic Corner with Prophetess Martha is the first half of the Hour Power, and Voice of Truth is the second half of the Hour Power, and that's from 6.30 to 7.30. We are on the air live live radio, and we thank God for Block Talk Radio that all the shows are pre-recorded, so even if you miss the live show, you can also go back and listen in the archive. So we thank God for Block Talk Radio pray to God, really, truly bless them in a mighty way. Uh, also, on Tuesday night, we have um, my leaders, apostles, and pastor um, Riley, man, prophet, uh, prophetess, and uh, apostle Yvonne, and pastor Joseph. They are on every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, 
on Block Talk Radio, one word from the Lord, and it's always a powerful word from the Lord, always a powerful man and woman of God working side by side, doing ministry, doing the work of God, training people in the way that uh, they should go, and I'm one of those people. Uh, I am one of those people that they cleaned up. <laughs> I was a they cleaned me up, and they got me on the right path. So I thank God for them. Amen. And I want to encourage you to get connected to them, because if you do, your life will never, 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 never disappear. They love God. They are praying. A man and woman of God, pastor is a preacher man, as I would say. Apostle is a, a true prophet of God. And I want to encourage you to get connected because I, I want you to receive what God has for you and, 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 and being under the right ministry. And this may not be the ministry for you. Without long may not be. But pray to God that you will be up under the right leaders, that you will get everything that God has called for you to have. They are powerful man and woman of God. So I want to encourage you to please get connected to them. You can inbox them on Facebook. Uh, uh, I think hers is Prophetess Yvonne Wild, Pastor uh, Pastor Joseph Wild, and Without Walls Worldwide Minister. All three of those are on Facebook, so you can connect with them there. You can just inbox them there. Uh, on Saturdays, we have for you Faith Combat Hearing Ministry with your host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew, at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, powerful woman of God, a praying woman of God. You want to get connected every time she come on the air. It's power. So we want to encourage you to get connected. If these ministries, if her ministry have been a blessing unto you, so into her ministry, inbox her, and she will tell you how to do it. So we want to encourage you to do that. The same thing with pastor and apostle. If their ministry have been a blessing, which I know they have been, sow a seed into their ministry. Sow a seed of faith and expect the harvest because it's surely to come. But we thank God. And we want to encourage you also to become a wild partner with uh, Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. If you want to do that, you can inbox any of the team members. You can uh, prophetess month, elder, uh, pastor, uh, an apostle, and um they will tell you how to do that for an offering of $25 or more. There's some other things that go along with that. There's other perks that you receive when you become a wild partner. We automatically put you on a prayer list, and we pray for you. Amen. We pray for you. And um, we, and we got praying people on the team that can get a prayer up. So we want to encourage you to do that and get connected. We want to get connected to this ministry because God is getting ready to do some great and mighty things with the ministry, and you want to be a part of that. So we want to encourage you to get connected to all of these ministries and stay connected to all of these ministries. And we just thank God for his word. Um, 
these ministries are ministry with you and mine. They are ministry without walls, so you can listen anytime, anywhere, on your tablet, on your phone, on your desktop. You know, you ain't going to be able to tell God you couldn't get the word because you can get it anywhere because we are ministry without walls, and we are spreading the uh, gospel of Jesus Christ all through the airways in many ways. So we thank God for the word today. We're going to get all God here. I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, though now and forever. Amen. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. God loves you, and we love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Meet you here next week.